Praise the Lord Jesus. So good to be back again online. Thank God we are in the month of March and weather is changing, but hallelujah, you're able to handle it all no matter what's out there. Praise the Lord. Let's worship him who's worthy, who gives us life, breath, and all things. We give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. Be blessings and glory and honor and power forever. Be blessings and glory and honor and power forever. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. We worship you, our Father, who sits on the throne. Thank you for the right hand has our Savior and eldest brother, the Lord Jesus. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Thank you for your Father's heart today. Thank you for the precious intercessions and prayers of the mighty right hand. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus himself. We worship you. We worship you for using our words, using our prayers. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. We look to you, Father of mercies, God of all comfort. We look to you, Holy One. Hallelujah. Thank you. You're the one that's working in us, both to will and do your good pleasure. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your ability. Thank you for your unction. Thank you for your help right now. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Le prosol comente, brada zite, malakata lati kosotoro, o bracavi latukolo shikerabaya. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you. 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 Wonderful Jesus, Habashikara Palmata, Rebo Sorobokorieste, for giving us the Holy Spirit. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We worship you, we worship you. Lamorosol Borokotorieste, for you are the teacher, you are the great, mighty Holy Spirit living in us, Hapatakalbaya. You guide us into all truth. We worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Hakashika la palma, rabalakashikataka. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. We give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks.
Hallelujah. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We worship you. Habalakashi Katakalma. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Ha ha ha. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We call every need met, every yoke destroyed, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Let's just open up our Bibles today to the book of John and some rather cryptic statements there that uh, can be very fascinating. John chapter 7. Uh, I personally like riddles, but not uh, under pressure. I like to figure things out, but, you know, not under pressure. Hallelujah. Thank God for under pressure situations, but it's nice to be at ease while figuring things out. Hallelujah. But uh, over there in the seventh chapter, you notice... Uh, the words of Jesus, he is already causing a stir there. They are wondering about him. What is verse 15? And the Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man letters, having never learned? So here they are, uh, you know, wondering and trying to figure out, how does this man know letters? So how come <coughs> he seems to have some credentials, you know, some additional alphabets after his name. It looks like that, but he didn't go to, you know, the accredited universities of his day, not the Yale, you know, not the great uh, Princeton and Ivy League structures of society, <laughs> uh, not Harvard or, you know, etc. How does he know? They marveled. You know, they're supposed to be very educated and, and all that. Nothing wrong with that. You know, it's good to have a few extra alphabets tagged onto your name. Praise God. The longer, the better. But uh, in this case, they were marveling. How know what this man letters, having never learned? Then he explains in verse 16, Jesus answered them and said, my doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. Hallelujah. My doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. Praise God. So he accepts that it is not his doctrine. Interesting. He immediately deflates the balloon of self-ego. It's not my doctrine. Ha, ha, ha. You know, it's not... Uh, Anything special about me, he says, he admits at this point clearly that he was sent. And he continues, if any man will do his will, implying the one that sent him, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Very interesting thoughts here. Uh, let's keep reading. Verse 18. He, 
that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory. But he that seeketh his glory that sent him, the same is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Praise God. Very cryptic sounding statements there, just laid out. You're wondering, hmm, wonder what you mean. Maybe some of you have figured it out, but it seems to me that there's more in there than meets the eye. Hallelujah. However, let us read in Canada also, John 7, from uh, verse 15 to verse 18. Tanna Vishayavagi, Tane Matanaduvanu, Tanna Swanta Mahime and Nudukutane, Adare Tanna Nukaduisidatana Mahime and Nudukuatane Satyavantanu, Atanali Anitila. So there seems to be a lot of weaving in of various things uh, here as he begins to defend, you know, who he is and. Uh, all of those things concerning his education, in quote. So first of all, he said it's, it's not his own, um, and that you have to be ready to do the will of the one that sent him. And by that we understand it's his father. Uh, that if you will do, if you have a will to do his will, hallelujah, you will know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. So immediately we confront uh, his will and our will. They come into some kind of collision course immediately. And that can hinder uh, the real understanding of doctrine. So um, praise God, he begins to say that he didn't come here of his own will but he obeyed the one that sent him, that he was sent to hierarchy of uh, obedience there and submission. And, and if any man, now it comes to all of us, <coughs> will do his will. So the point is that if you're willing to do the will of God, then you will know the doctrine. But if you're not planning to do his will, you will not know his doctrine. You will know some other, you know, and... Um, it may claim to be some kind of doctrine. And he goes on. He said uh, in 18, He that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory. And so the person who is not speaking from what God is saying, or God's will in this case, is actually looking to honor himself. So there's this interesting play very cryptic lines, just three lines there that can send you on a tizzy, You're wondering what's going on, and it begins to search you real good. And typical, if he didn't speak like this, then he wouldn't be our Savior. He wouldn't be our Messiah. Notice there's the will of the man, the honor of the person, the honor of God, all are laid out there. 
And that if you really want to uh, know the real truth and doctrine of God, then you have to lay down your will and your honor for his. Hallelujah. So all the alphabets next to your name, if they were just for you to get them to your name, then it would be a different thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. But if he was the one driving you in that direction, it's a different thing. So these things are very root cause, you know, the beginning of all things. He that speaketh of himself, verse 18, seeketh his own glory. But he that seeketh his glory, the Father's glory in this case, that sent him, the same is true. And no unrighteousness is in him. Praise God. Very interesting thought. So uh, let's maybe look at them a little closely and see. So if you will to do his will, then you will know. You will get to know and become familiar with the way God's word goes, God's thoughts, God's principles, uh, and so forth. Praise God. But if you're not planning to do his will, then it's going to be shrouded in mystery. Hallelujah. <clears throat> you can be cheated. You can be taken for right. But if you're willing, if you're planning to do the will of God, then he can unfold things to you. Praise God. Ha, ha, ha. So it's a very uh, axe laid to the root moment. And uh, we can think about it. <clears throat> Notice the 8th chapter speaking uh, along those kind of lines. John 8 and um, verse 25. They said unto him, Who art thou? And Jesus said unto them, Even the same that I said unto you from the beginning. <laughs> Plenty in there again. He goes on, 26, I have many things to say and to judge of you, but he that sent me is true. And I speak to the world those things which I have heard of him. He that sent me is true. Amen. So again, and again, he says he didn't come by himself. You know, that balloon has popped. He didn't come by himself. He was sent. Praise God. 27, they understood not that he spake to them of the Father. Hallelujah. How could they, right? 28, then said Jesus unto them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall you know that I am he, that I do nothing of myself. But as my Father has taught me, I speak these things. Hmm, interesting. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And he that sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone. For I always do those things that please him. <laughs> Praise God. What a statement. What a line of statements. Praise God. Well, thank you, Jesus. Let's read also in Canada, if we can, from verse 25 all the way to 29. Taruvaya Avaru Atanige, Nino Yara Gidi and Daru, Adake Esu Avarige, Modelin in the Lu Nano Nimage Hedidan Tavane. 
ನಿಮ್ಮ ವಿಷಯವಾಗಿ ಹೇಳುವುದಕ್ಕೂ ತೀರ್ಪು ಮಾಡುವುದಕ್ಕೂ ನನಗೆ ಅನೇಕ ವಿಷಯಗಳಿವೆ ಆದರೆ ನನ್ನನ್ನು ಕಳುಹಿಸಿದ ಆತನು ಸತ್ಯವಂತನು ನಾನು ಆತನಿಂದ ಕೇಳಿದವುಗಳನ್ನೇ ಲೋಕಕ್ಕೆ ಹೇಳುತ್ತೇನೆ ಅಂದನು ಆತನು ತಂದೆಯ ವಿಷಯವಾಗಿ ತಮ್ಮ ಸಂಗಡ ಮಾತನಾಡಿದನೆಂದು ಅವರು ಗ್ರಹಿಸಲಿಲ್ಲ That's a hard one to go and line up with. What do you say? <laughs> Ooh, glory. But thank God he's, uh, he's helping us. Amen. That's why we have the helper, the mighty Holy Spirit. He said, I do nothing. Hmm, thank you, Jesus. I always do. I do always those things that please him. Ah, thank you, Jesus. God help us. And that's where it continues, verse 30. As he, to, as he spake these words, many believed on him. Those famous lines that we are familiar with. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. So again, he's saying that continuing is part of wanting to do the will of God. Hallelujah. Not to just drop it like that, but to continue. Amen. And so, uh, is it a long haul program or is it just a smash and grab activity? Smash and grab is a term used by people who break into uh, shops and steal stuff. They, they have a brick covered in cloth, and then they just pow on the glass, put their hand in, pull out the Gucci bag, and hit the road. Smash and grab, you know. Sometimes uh, believers in Christianity can be like that, you know. You come to him because you have a problem, you have a need, and there's nothing wrong with that. Where should we go? <laughs> you have everything. You know everything, Lord. And so we come to him like that. And sometimes once the need has been dealt with, you know, we just grab and move on. Hallelujah. But he's looking for the continuation. Amen. And a lot of stuff goes into that desire to continue. That this is for the long haul. I'm just not here to smash and grab. But I'm here to uh, receive a lifestyle and... to yield to your father lord jesus to make you lord and to be able to listen to you and do what you want me to do i did not come here to seek my honor i did not come here to seek my praise i did not come to promote myself hallelujah so we have this ongoing thing hallelujah that i have given my neck i have given my life i have decided to put on your yoke and i will learn from you hallelujah for the rest of our lives praise god very interesting let's look at some more verses like that uh john chapter 12 hallelujah so you can see the um variety of thoughts that are involved but definitely uh something is shining about them you know not spooky mystery but 
heart matters. Hallelujah. Look at verse 49. That's uh, John 12. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me commandment, what I should say, what I should speak. Again, just a few chapters down, he, he keeps deflating that balloon of self-promotion and honor. And he continues, And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. Praise God. We're learning. We're learning more and more that the only person who had, in quote, any right to not do what the Father said or speak what the Father said would be Jesus who is co-equal. He's God Almighty, but then he keeps doing all of these very submissive and, in quote, selfless, in quote, honorless kind of things where he says, it's not me. I'm here because the Father sent me. I'm speaking only what the Father wants me to speak. I'm doing only what pleases him all the time. Praise God. And begins to bring to us this thought that he was like some kind of slave. You know, just on a higher level. And he said, if you want to know the doctrine, then we may have to start entertaining these kind of thoughts even more. That we are not here to promote ourselves. We are not here to speak what we want to speak. Uh, we're not here to do what we want to do, but we're here to do the will of him that sent us, and so on. Praise God. Plenty to think about there. Hallelujah. So, uh, I think we read chapter 12, did we? In Canada? No. Shall we uh, read that also? 12 and verse 49 to 50. Praise God. So maybe, uh, you know, in the beginning, we accept Jesus as Lord, and then we begin to see that there's something glamorous about the whole saintly life also. Hallelujah. And we begin to see that glamour, and it's kind of shiny, and it's, it's kind of nice, and you want to be part of it. And then, if I just get this and this and add them together, hey, I'll be that guy too. <laughs> Amen. And uh, titles, names, and all of those things begin to look nice, to suddenly have a jewel-like luster to them. Can see your name in gold and all of that. Amen. <clears throat> but um, you can tell there plainly from this kind of very in quote foundational truths that those things can be maybe just you doing your thing. Hallelujah. Jesus is very plain, you can see. He said he had no qualms about admitting that he didn't come by his own. Uh, will, per se, he was obeying the one that sent him, and he was only saying what 
that one said to say and do only that which he was told to do. It was not his own doctrine. Amen. Thank God we are all learning. Hallelujah. But uh, we can see here that there's a lot that we are constantly working on. Praise God. We have to deal with these things. You know, some things are just us. Some things are not really from God. Hallelujah. By his mercy, you know, sometimes even that blesses people. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Because God is bigger. But uh, the actual value systems are different, you can see. So you can see that there are things that may not stand in God's presence. They may just fizzle away because we just did it from our own, you know, whatever. Our own desire and our own uh, ambition, etc. But God is faithful at each level. Thank God. We are all maturing. We are all growing up. Hallelujah. We are learning. That we did not come here by ourselves, whether we appreciate it or not. I have been amazed sometimes by the simplicity of uh, Acts 17, where he says he made uh, from one blood all nations of men to dwell on the face of the earth, that uh, we should now begin to accept that you are in this color, you are in this frame, you are from this family, you are from this location, but then your whole desire in life is to Uh, seek him you know and that's what it's all about that he gives us life and breath and all things and we need to just appreciate that and seek him knowing that he's the one who sent us here we found ourselves in these bodies and so on praise God and let's not fight against it but let us live in him praise God and seek him hallelujah some more thoughts like that John chapter 5 notice Verse uh, 41, I receive not honor from men. He doesn't mean that you cannot worship him, but he's saying he's not moved by people uh, flattering him, trying to, you know, lift him up and blow smoke in his face and bamboozle him. Amen. He knows true honor. Praise God. A woman with the alabaster ointment broke that thing and poured it all over him. Others were incensed by the incense. But he said, she has worked a good work. (laughs) Amen. And it will be spoken and not be forgotten. Praise God. So he's not saying that he cannot be honored. But rather, uh, the kind of honor that he's talking about is the honor that comes from God. Man can honor you, and it may not amount to much. But if God honors you, it's a different thing. Verse 42, But I know you, that you have not the love of God in you. And he was talking to some religious people there. That's strong stuff. <laughs> they were bugged with him. I mean, they were just looking for an opportunity to finish this man. But the people honored him as a true prophet. And then some believed he was the Messiah. Hallelujah. Verse 43. Notice in 42 it says, I know you, that you have not the love of God in you. That's very clear. I know you. 43. I am come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. Hmm. If another shall come in his own name, him will you receive. Praise God. It's interesting how he says, 
it's likely that if you come in the Father's name, you may not be received. But if you come with your own agenda, you may be highly received. Interesting, right? So there is a uh, battle going on between the God of this world and the true one. And he's not going to allow the one that's true to be received. Because then he's a failure, you see. So we have to uh, navigate through it and do only what he wants, whether you're received or not. Sometimes he says you may have to dust your shoes and leave that town because they don't receive you. And into the place where you're received, they are worthy and your peace can be put on them. Hallelujah. So on and so forth. But notice as he continues, verse 43, I'm come in my father's name and you receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him you will receive. How can you believe? Notice it's connected to the faith now. How can you believe which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only? Hallelujah. So we can be stumped uh, by receiving just flattery and honor of men and just parking there and say, oh, they liked it. Wow, they honored me for it. Whoa. But then God may be telling you something else. God may be doing something else. Praise God. And you may not be able to believe for the next level that God wants you to move into because you are sort of tripped up by the honor of people. Wanting their honor, wanting their desire, wanting their pleasure, wanting them to approve may actually stop you from going on with God. Hallelujah. So no matter how much honor, in quote, it's available. Make sure your heart is only seeking the honor that comes from God. I believe that's the message here. Praise God. It's a delicate balance of things there. We don't want to just be constantly pestering people, hurting people, and getting nothing good out of them. But, you know, uh, harsh statements and unthankful thoughts. On the other hand, we... I'm not going to just live for the pleasure and honor of people. Praise God. We want to be able to deflect that and listen to the heart and what God is actually saying. Praise God. So these things are major statements. You can see that nobody speaks like this. Hallelujah. Directly saying, I came in my Father's name and you received me not. Praise God. <laughs> Nobody spoke like that. None of them could say that. Every prophet that came before, none of them could say, I come in my father's name. But here this one comes with that bold clarity and says, I come in my father's name. And of course, thank you Jesus that we have appreciated the father and the son and the Holy Ghost, it had to be the mercy of God that unveiled these things to us. But we are learning that uh, we who started out by believing these things must continue to believe these things. Amen. Amen. We cannot rest and deviate just for the sake of some kind of honor. Amen. We must continue to plow on even uh, maybe unpopular territory for the sake of God's honor. Hallelujah. 
Amen. And that's why probably we cannot sometimes belong to certain types of denominations because they may not want to hear certain things. And so God has sent some of us like that, you know, who are, in quote, uh, denominationless. And so we can speak what we believe the Father is speaking and what Jesus is saying and what the Holy Spirit is saying. Amen. And thank God it's available. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I did not plan to come here. The other day, uh, my wife was checking some stuff and uh, she stumbled on the picture of the one with whom I worked. In, in Nigeria, Brother Patrick, and he's still out there, but he has only 12 followers on Facebook. He's not that kind of guy. Amen. And I did not uh, establish contact with him because it's been, what, 32 years or so. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so, you know, hey. But guess what? God knows how to get you to do his will. And if your heart is open, you may have to just do things that not too many people are doing. Praise God. Saying things that not too many people are saying. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, Jesus has already shown that he didn't just do whatever he wanted, what was popular out there. He just did what he felt the Father was telling him to do. Amen. And we must learn that. Praise God. And we are learning that. Hallelujah. So this man's desire to have honor for himself is a very root cause situation. It's, it's, you know, it lies at the root of many, many things. Hallelujah. Amen. Even good works can be done out of a desire for personal honor rather than the honor of God. Hallelujah. So we have a constant uh, pattern to check with again and again. These are timeless, eternal truths. Praise God. Let's hear also these verses from John 5. Uh, We can start from verse 41 to 44. Nanu manusharinda manavannu angikari suvadilla. ಆದರೆ ನಾನು ನಿಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಬಲ್ಲೆನು ನಿಮ್ಮಲ್ಲಿ ದೇವರ ಪ್ರೀತಿ ಇಲ್ಲ ನಾನು ನನ್ನ ತಂದೆಯ ಹೆಸರಿನಲ್ಲಿ ಬಂದಿದ್ದೇನೆ ನೀವು ನನ್ನನ್ನು ಅಂಗೀಕರಿಸುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಮತ್ತೊಬ್ಬನು ತನ್ನ ಸ್ವಂತ ಹೆಸರಿನಲ್ಲಿ ಬಂದರೆ ನೀವು ಅವನನ್ನು ಅಂಗೀಕರಿಸುವಿರಿ ದೇವರಿಂದ ಮಾತ್ರ ಬರುವ ಮಾನವನ್ನು ಹುಡುಕದೆ ಒಬ್ಬರಿಂದ ಒಬ್ಬರಿಗೆ ಬರುವ ಮಾನವನ್ನು ಹೊಂದುವ ನೀವು ಹೇಗೆ ನಂಬಿರಿ But on Wednesday, we just really become very slow and even boring. But the matter is a heart matter. Do you really want to know the scripture or are you just breezing through, smash and grab? Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 18, notice there in the 18th verse, Moses is speaking, but then he he speaks about the Lord. Verse 18, he says, I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren like unto thee. That's God speaking about Moses. 
another prophet is going to come like him and will put my words in his mouth and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. Amen. So there's Jesus there. You can see he only spoke, only spoke what the Lord, the Father spoke to him. Only what was commanded, that would he speak. Verse 19, And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken to my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. Praise God. It will be required of the person who does not listen and obey those words which that, in quote, prophet, Speaks, which he speaks not of himself, but of the Father, God himself. He says, you'll have to face judgment for that. It will be required. Didn't I say this to you? Didn't I say that to you? Amen. So, uh, you know, praise God. I think it's a good thing to spend time examining all of this. Because we may have to face them one of these days. Amen. Not that we're going to hell, but we're going to face uh, you know, the honor of God's word and the honor of doing God's will and the honor of doing it because God said to. Hallelujah. And so let's uh, also hear that in Canada, Deuteronomy 8, 18 and 19. Ninna Hagiruva Pravadi and no Avara Savodara Linda Avarige Bisuvenu, Nana Vakagalano Avana Bayali Iduvenu, Nano Avanige Ajna Pisuva than Nella Avano Avarige Hiduvenu. Glory to God. Let's go to one of the small verses, you know, in the Bible, among all the lengthy ones, Psalm 131. It has only three verses. So that's a good one to just read over and over. <laughs> But it has some power in it though, praise God. They are also known as songs of degrees or levels of development and growth. You know, you're ascending by degree. Notice how verse 1 begins, a song of degrees of David. So this is clearly from David. Lord, my heart is not haughty. The first thing he addresses is, he says, my heart is not haughty nor mine eyes lofty. So he attacks this area of, uh, you know, haughtiness and lofty attitudes. He says, Neither do I exercise myself in great matters or in things too high for me. It's an interesting verse there. Uh, so some things are not for us. Some things are too high for us. Amen. Just leave it alone. <laughs> it's too high. It's high in the wrong direction. It's just too high. It's so high in the wrong direction, it's too high for you. You may have to leave it alone. Because it is connected to being haughty and lofty and lifted up. Praise God, just, that's not for you. Praise God, it's just not, it's not for us. It's for somebody else, not for me. Amen. We all get uh, pressured by that, but we have to learn some things are just not for us. Amen. 
He said, I'm not going to exercise myself in those things. Surely I have behaved and quieted myself as a child that is weaned of his mother. My soul even as a, is even as a weaned child. You know, there's something called weaning <clears throat> where the child is taken off the mother's milk or off the bottle. Now he has to begin to eat solid food. And, you know, that's not a very easy stage. And uh, they may not want to let go of that bottle. And they may hold on to that bottle. <laughs> I, I know somebody <clears throat> who, you know, is much older than me right now, you know. And he said that he would come back from school at age five and straight jump into his mother's bed and sleep there and drink his mother's milk. At age five, praise God. So that's how strong it is. That at the age of five, you are still wanting to drink from your mother. Wow. Well, praise God. David here is speaking about past that. Amen. We may have to grow up a little bit and say, Well, enough of putting my finger in my mouth, my thumb in my mouth, and substituting it for a cigarette or an other bottle. Praise God. And grow up. Hallelujah. And so they, they once they are weaned, they, they sit away a little bit. They're a little bit, you know, separate and they're not too happy. <laughs> but praise God. Our soul should be as one that is not trusting in those little things that used to excite us. Amen. Praise God. All the excitement of these high things does not affect us anymore. Uh, I'm weaned off that. Amen. Maybe there was a time when we were excited about this, that, the other. Those things don't excite us anymore. Hallelujah. Uh, I have separated myself from it like a little child who's weaned off his mother. Uh, mother and I am now enjoying another level of quietness and rest. Praise God. Uh, I'm not in that race anymore. Hallelujah. I'm not working myself up in that direction anymore. Hallelujah. I used to, but not anymore. Verse 3, notice where the attention has gone now. Let Israel hope in the Lord. Now my desire is the Lord. My hope, my future, my trust is in the Lord. From henceforth and forever. Amen. So that's what the weaning in this context means. You are turning away from all your own uh, natural sort of uh, desires to promote yourself and to uh, just, just do things from the natural, but looking onto the one who should promote you. Praise God. Who should honor us. And that honor is the true honor. Hallelujah. Amen. So there are some things that you just shouldn't be bothered about. Glory to God. And it's a very arrogant place and a very prideful place and a very haughty place. So you may feel your pride being attacked and you could feel the shame and the embarrassment even around your ear, you know, when it happens. Ah, it shouldn't have been said. How could you say that to me? But we may have to say, hey, there was a time when I would have rocked you for that man I would have slapped you silly but 
My life has changed. Say on, say on. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. My desires have changed. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's hear this in Canada also. <laughs> Psalm 131, verse 1 to 3. Praise God. So, you know, you can see here that this is common. All of us go through these things. In fact, uh, that was the problem with the devil. He said, I will, I will, I will. Not God's will, God's will, God's will. (laughs) And Jesus comes along and says, not my will. But his is what should be done. Hallelujah. Amen. So you can see the exact opposite there. And we are left in the middle of it all. And we have to choose. God will help us. Amen. And so um, one of the main things we need to be careful about is self-promotion and doing what we feel rather than taking notes from the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Agreeing with him, walking with him. That's what it's all about. Glory to God. Let's go to the book of uh, Proverbs also. It always pays to read the book of Proverbs. As we're saying on Sunday, we need to get understanding. And it's the principal thing. In all our getting, we need to get understanding. And so... Keep reading the book of Proverbs. Keep praying, desiring these things so that we can understand. Proverbs 6, notice there, it continues from some of the uh, very familiar verses. And um, if you can see, there's some things the Lord hates. Verse 16, these six things doth the Lord hate. Do you think he has changed? No, I think he still hates them. So sometimes in the new covenant we think, oh, I think he changed. There's just more ability in God's word and his life for us to actually obey them. That's grace. Amen. It's not just winking the eye and saying, I didn't see that. That's what sometimes people think grace is. But grace is the ability to do the word of God. And it is in the word itself. Because the word is full of power. It's not just some ordinary book. You're reading here power-packed stuff that once you're reading it and following the prescribed way, it empowers you. Otherwise, I would still be, you know, sucking tobacco. I would still be sucking hemp leaves. And other things. But to turn away from those childish things, I had to read the book the prescribed way and it empowered me to live a different life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when I read this to myself, 
when I handle it the way it's supposed to be handled, it empowers me. Praise God. To hate what God hates and love what God loves. Amen. To learn that God hates some things. God hates sin so much that he killed his own son to prove that. Praise God. Zero tolerance for sin was the demonstration of the cross. He says, these six things does the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. When something has gone to abomination, that's not just an ordinary thing. It's an abomination. Praise God. So there are levels. When you see the abomination of desolation spoken about in Daniel, praise God, where this person sits in the temple claiming to be God and to be worshipped above all that is called God, the Bible says, the Antichrist is going to do that. You know that's called the abomination of desolation. So there are some things that they're not just, you know, sin, they're an abomination. Praise God. And he lists them. You want to know what an abomination is in the eyes of God? He lists them. It starts, number one, a proud look. The first on the list to make it to be the champion was a proud look. Hallelujah. God says it's an abomination. Praise God. A proud look. A lying tongue. Close on the heels is the lying tongue. So the more proud you are, the more in combination will you have lies flowing out. And hands that shed innocent blood. Well, that's in the third. So what's higher than that, the proud look? And heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, just constantly plotting and planning wicked stuff deep inside that nobody sees, only God sees. Feet that be swift in running to mischief. A false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. Someone who's going around trying to uh, cause the brothers to be at odds with one another. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's keep these thoughts constantly. That arrogance, a haughty spirit, lofty attitude is very slippery ground. And we should be careful about lest it become an abomination in our lives. And so just go to 1 John 1, 9 real fast. Confess it when you feel it rising up. You have to prove yourself. You have to exert yourself. And it happens to all of us. Praise God. And Jesus had to choose between his will and the Father's will. If he had to do that, then we do have to do it even more. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, let's see if we can hear this also. Proverbs chapter 6, from verse 16, all the way through to uh, 19.
Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says we are in a race. But we are not racing against each other. Praise God. We are racing with the will of God for our lives. To attain it, to win it. Praise God. To do what God told us to do. We are not competing with each other. And that's as crazy as the finger telling the nose that I don't need you. (laughs) Amen. And some things are covered. Some things are open. Hallelujah. Praise God. And it is better that they are covered. I don't like to see my kidney outside. (laughs) Who would like to have, you know, a kidney hanging outside there and you can just see, man. But he he should be inside. And he is very important. And he should be there. And it's just great how he's hidden. Hallelujah. So we have to appreciate these facts. And that uh, it's to be kicking against God's will if we try to bend that. Amen. We should find our place. I heard the statement of a great man of God, a prophet whom I respect. And it seems one time he just, he said, he just sighed a long sigh. And this is what he said, if only the body of Christ would do what each person is supposed to do, everything would be different. Amen. Hallelujah. It's nice to to think like that. If each one would be satisfied doing what they're supposed to do, the body would be lovely. But if the kidneys are trying to be on the head, wow, and the nose is trying to be in the finger, whoa. And the eyes are trying to be in the backbone. Man, we're in trouble. Can you see how much trouble there is in the body of Christ? There's confusion. Praise God. And so we need to respect the will of God in all of this. Constantly trying, checking, you know, adjusting. Is this what my father wants me to do? Hallelujah. Is this the will of God? So we have to keep moderating these things over and over. Hallelujah. Let's go to the book of Galatians for a minute. Galatians and the first chapter. Sorry if it's not fast enough for you, but (laughs) I like secrets unveiled. I like mysteries unveiled, but not under pressure. Let it be unveiled. Praise God. Notice Galatians chapter 1. Observe here, verse 7, talking about the gospel and people's response. Verse 7, he says, Which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. So he said there are some that are not really the gospel. There's only one gospel. And there can be some that claim another gospel, a perversion, a twisting of the gospel. Verse 8, but though we, we, including himself, notice that, Paul said, I could actually twist it. Amen. Though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you, than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again. So emphasis, he's saying it once more. If any man preach any other gospel unto you 
than that you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? If I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. You can see the whole setup being explained there a little more clearly, that he was not actually trying to please people. He said if he were pleasing people, he would not be a servant of Christ. And so we are here to serve the Lord. We are here to obey him. But notice in this thought here, uh, imagine that you are working in a team race for a situation. You know, just imagine. It was a marathon one time. Now there's a team. Imagine in a team race, what would be involved would be a Somebody running with a baton, and then the next guy picks it up, and then he runs, and he picks it, uh, gives it to the other guy who's waiting for it. Amen. In the end, what happens is that what is important is the baton and not the runner. Think about that for a minute. The runner is the one who takes the baton, but if he doesn't have the baton to give that guy, suppose he dropped it somewhere, you know, that's the end of that. That other guy will have to run back all the way and fish to where, where is that baton? And pick it up. By then he could lose the race. Praise God. So here the messenger is important, but not as important as the message. Amen. Amen. The message is more important than the messenger. The messenger may foul up, but let the message be out there. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So Paul said, even he, if he himself were to preach some other message, he should be accursed. What? That's putting the message above himself. Amen. So, um, you know, we may not be perfect, but let the message be perfect. Let us uphold the standard of the message. Praise God. Amen. And that is what is important, that we hold the light. We run with that light. That the light goes to the next person and the next person and the next person. Even if we sort of fizzle out somewhere and our name is not heard. Amen. And our titles are not really spoken of. But the message is out there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I think we should consider those things a little more important than ourselves. After all that we have read. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So, uh, the less we try to show off ourselves, I think the better. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. God is not nervous about sharing glory with us or anything. He said, I've already glorified them. In the mind of God, He's already glorified us. He sees us as before the throne already. Finished. Judgment over. He sees it all. Amen. He sees you on on streets of gold, enjoying mansions and the the earth to come. He's seen it all. We haven't seen a thing. He's seen it all. He's at the end of it all, at the beginning of it all. Nothing is hidden from him. He's been there. And he's there. The past, the present, the future. He's all there. We are still groping. And this is the light that causes us to walk. Into that destiny. Praise God. And so let's continue to put the flesh down. 
all of his braggadocious haughtiness. Because it will pay off in the end. Amen. And God likes to honor us. He said, oh woman, great is thy faith. He said Job was a man that was very honorable and an upright man that eschewed evil. He speaks about people. Praise God. Hallelujah. I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. He's not shy of doing that. Let him do it. Let's not work it up for ourselves. But let him do it. Amen. Let's not use our human engineering plans to do that. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's not just get involved with that. But let us, you know, believe from the heart. Sometimes it will involve, you know, putting your face on on some media. I, I used to find that very hard to do. In fact, the first time my face was put on the screen, it was some birthday or something. I said, what? Please don't do that. And it was church folk putting my face on the screen. But today you realize we are living in the screen age. And eventually you have to get used to the fact that your face is going to be on the screen. And they're going to be detecting your face. And all of that facial recognition and all that. So in a time where everything is about appearance and faces and all of that, let the message still be the message. Hallelujah. Let it be the hero rather than us. Let the gospel indeed be the gospel. God help us all. Amen. Praise God. All right. Thank you, Jesus. So there is something that happens if we do not keep that direction. He says, let him be cursed. Amen. So that's why the the guy who teaches the Bible, who is in that place, is he's standing in a very delicate place. Amen. If he doesn't handle these things properly, he could expose himself to danger. And so, thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his grace. Thank God that we, we are not perfect. And he's perfect. And we don't claim to be perfect. Amen. We never claim to be perfect. In fact, the church should be a place where it must be understood there are no perfect people. And it must be treated like that. Hallelujah. That the word is perfect and his name is Jesus. And all of us are growing. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. All right. Some thought there. I think we should hear Galatians 1. Uh, those verses from verse uh, 7 to uh, 9. No, verse 10. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, um, after having said all that, let's go back to our beginning verse there, John 7. Notice there again. 
Um, we heard verse 16, Jesus answered them when they began to talk about he doesn't have, in quote, degrees, uh, worldly, uh, merit, etc. Jesus answered them and said, my doctrine is not mine, but he, but his that sent me. If any man will do his will, he shall. Notice that. He shall know. <laughs> Praise God. There's a guarantee there. He shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God, whether I speak of myself. So if one is willing to do the will of God, if you are planning to be a doer, then you cannot be deceived. God will make sure that you will know the, whether it is true or not true. Praise God. And so you don't have to struggle about it. You just have to check and see, are you willing to do the will of God? And that will keep you in the middle. Praise God. And you cannot be cheated. So let's just say that the blessing is for the doer, not just the hearer, which is consistent with the scripture. Praise God. The blessing is not just for the hearer, but for the doer. Amen. And God has put that like that. That is the way he, he looks at it. That if you're willing to do it, praise God. I want to do the right thing. If you have that desire, I want to do the right thing, you will know whether this thing came from God or not. Amen. Or whether it's just man-made stuff. And the honor of God will crown it. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, thank God for that. So what is more important, hearing the word or doing the word? I believe that both are important. But if you're not planning to do it, then you may not hear the right thing. Praise God. So we need a neck that is given. We need a life that is surrendered to do the will of God. From deep within you say, Lord, I really want to do your will. Amen. Uh, even though it may not be totally agreeable with so many things, but I really want to do your will. And God will preserve you. Praise God. God will protect you from the false out there, the fakes out there. Praise God. God is faithful. God is faithful. So along with everything that you are studying and listening to and hearing, make sure that you have the will to do it. You want to be a doer. And not just a hearer. Amen. Glory to God. So maybe we can hear those two verses again in Canada, John 7, 16 and 17, and then proceed. Adakke Yesu Pratyuttaravagi Avarige, Nanna Bodhaneyu Nanna Dalla, Adare Nannannu Kaluvisidatanade. Yavanadaru Atana Chitadante Madidare, E Bodhaneyu Devarado Atava Nannashtakke Nane Helutteno Embadu Avanige Tiliyuvadu. So we can see things like, I commit you to the word of his grace. Even if I'm leaving, let the message be with you. Amen. Paul was leaving. He said, I commit you to God and the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you the inheritance among them that are sanctified. You can see the direction is still the same. The messenger may be leaving. He brought that message to the church. Thank God for that. The message of grace the age of the church, etc. But he said, I'm committing you to that word. Amen. That message will work everything out. Hallelujah. 
And that's why they could leave. That's why Jesus could leave. And that is why we are here today. And the Holy Spirit will help us bringing these things to our remembrance. Notice in the book of James, the first chapter, verses that you probably have heard. Verse 21, he says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. So this is talking to all of us. We have this naughtiness and superfluity of it. We have all of this stuff available. Filthiness, naughtiness, and all of us have to lay it aside. And receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save our souls. We must appreciate and have a real fear and concern about our flesh and its desires. Amen? That we cannot trust it for a second. That he can always try to sink the ship. (laughs) That he's the twin brother of the devil. And we need to lay him aside. We need to dump him and keep him under. Praise God. Otherwise he will seek to dominate us and take us the wrong path, down the wrong path. But the engrafted word can be received. Hallelujah. That is spirit to spirit. Amen. And it rises up and takes over our soul. It saves our soul. Amen. It will rise up from the understanding, quickened, and take over. Hallelujah. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. So if you're thinking that you're not going to be doing this and you want some kind of profit out of it, you're making a fool of yourself. You're making a fool of yourself. You're deceiving your own self. So the blessing of clear truth living comes from the doer. Other things can be very deceptive. Hallelujah. Amen. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Amen. So if you're thinking only about looking at your face, you can be a hearer only. Amen. And after some time, that will change. It's not going to look like it always ought to look. Amen. But if you become a doer, guess what happens? There's a renewing. The outward man, the inner man, all of these things keep getting renewed. Hallelujah. You may even forget other things. Hallelujah. Amen. And I've noticed again and again that people who followed God and did the right thing, they had another kind of beauty. They were not, in quote, physically attractive. But there was a beauty that showed through them that people just could see it and want to be a part of it. Not just a natural thing. Amen? Hallelujah. There's something that will cloak you. A fresh look, another appearance, which only God can give you. That's the honor of God. Hallelujah. So you may not have the right jawline, the right widow's peak, the right dimples, etc. But there's something that makes you so full of life and light and glory. 
that you are irresistible. Hallelujah. Amen. And that comes from being a doer of the word. Be it doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Hmm. Natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. I had trouble with the natural man. I was stuck with the natural man. And I said, how can I change this guy? He's giving me so much trouble. And the pastor said, you need to write it down and say it. And say it. And start showing up. And just being there again and again and again. Hallelujah. And that's what makes it happen. Otherwise, you're deceiving yourself. You're just listening. You're there again and again. But the minute you engage the speaking, oh, praise God, things begin to change. Things begin to change. Hallelujah. And so the first part of doing is the speaking. Praise the Lord. And then you will notice that the man that you've been talking about starts to appear on the outside. Glory to God. The new creation begins to show up on the outside. Hallelujah. Amen. Notice verse 25. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continues. Notice the continuation. Therein he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. So there is the blessing for the doer. And then he talks about the tongue bridling the tongue. Hallelujah. And then true religion begins to show up on the outside. The true religion is demonstrated in works. But works that came from the word spoken over your life. Produces true religion. Unspotted from the world. Praise God. Unspotted from the world. is part of true religion. Amen. So there is a true religion. There is a true system of outward works. Which must be seen. That the world does not dominate you. Amen. That you are a giver. You are a blesser. Hallelujah. But it must come from the fact that you heard. And you spoke it. And it became real. Amen. Otherwise it's just the energy of the flesh. And you can do all the good works. And get nothing for it. Or God will not honor it. It's another way of saying it. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's hear 21 all the way to 25. Adakarana Ella, Malinate, and Nuella, Dushtatanavanu, Tegiduhaki, Vulagi, Beru, Riruva, Akeke, Namrati, in the Edekodiri, Adunima, Atmagalanu, Rakshisu, Vadake, Samaki, Vuladagide, Nivu, Vaki, the Prakara, Nade, Vavaragiri, Adanu Kedu, Vavaru, Matrave, Adidu, Nimanu, Nive, Mosabulisa, Bediri. Yavan Adaru, Vakavanu Keduvan Agidu, Adara Prakara Nade Didare, Avanu Kanadi Elit, and Nahutu Mukavanu Nodida Manushan and Tiruvanu. Ivanu Tananu Nodi Kondu, Higi Tanu Higi, Denem Badanu, Akshana Maritu Biduvanu. 
ಆದರೆ ಬಿಡುಗಡೆ ಎನ್ನುಂಟು ಮಾಡುವ ಪರಿಪೂರ್ಣವಾದ ನಿಯಮವನ್ನು ಲಕ್ಷ್ಯ ಕೊಟ್ಟು ನೋಡಿ ಇನ್ನೂ ನೋಡುತ್ತಲೇ ಇರುವವನು ವಾಕ್ಯವನ್ನು ಕೇಳಿ ಮರೆತು ಹೋಗುವವನಾಗಿರದೆ ಅದರ ಪ್ರಕಾರ ನಡೆಯುವವನಾಗಿದ್ದು ತನ್ನ ಕ್ರಿಯೆಯಿಂದ ಧನ್ಯನಾಗುವನು Let's go to Matthew the 7th chapter and notice how things develop there very early in the gospels. Praise the Lord. Nice one to see from verse 24 of Matthew 7. Speaking of housing and construction and all of that, he says, Praise God, therefore whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. You become likened to the wise man if you're going to be a doer of the word and your house is going to be built upon the rock. And the advantage of that is continues the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew, beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock. It's not that circumstances and challenges do not come against you. They do, but guess what? You outlast them. Your life outlasts all of those things that are coming upon the earth. Because simply you are a hearer and a doer of the word. Well, well, it's about the best thing to do then. Hallelujah. No matter what's coming upon the earth in the form of floods, winds rain etc thank you jesus your life your whole family life everything about you church etc it will stand no matter what when everything is over it will still be standing thank you jesus we just passed through this period known as the pandemic and we're still here hallelujah amen 26 and everyone that hear it these sayings of mine and do it them not so if you're just sitting there and hearing shall be likened unto a foolish man wow this little thing makes all the difference you get promoted to wise man status by just making this little adjustment shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand the rain descended notice there the same things the rain descended the floods came it's not the intensity of those things so you can't say oh it was too much it was another level blah 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 you don't have to worry about the levels hallelujah no matter what it is whatever curse is out there no matter how great it seems to be it's the curse and you are delivered from it hallelujah so don't look at the proud waves and the winds and all of those circumstances just look at what you're supposed to do and do it praise god and keep doing it continue therein not being a forgetful hearer but a doer of the word this man shall be blessed in his deed in his doing amen so the rains descended the floods came the winds blew that's verse 27 beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it same wind same waves same rain same floods but guess what hallelujah it doesn't matter does it as long as you're willing to do it 
praise the Lord, your life will stand. You will stand through it all. So don't be moved by all of these things. We are, you know, drawn here and there by, you know, the, um, let's just say, the Richter scale, the proportions, the magnitude of these things that are coming upon the earth. And we sometimes get challenged. But if you look deep enough, you will notice they said, unperturbed peace. That big deal. Hallelujah. I know whom I believed. I I know what I'm doing. God's word said this. This is final. Amen. Praise God. Let's hear these verses also in Canada as we proceed. Matthew, the seventh chapter and um, verse 24 to 27. Adadarinda Yavanadaru Nanu Hiduva in Anna Matugalanu Kedi, Avugalante, Maduvan and Nubandia Meletana Mane and Nukati the Buddhivantanige Holy Suvenu. Mariu Suridu Pravahagalu Bandu Gadiu Bisia Manege Badidavu, Adaru Adu Bidalilla, Yakandare Adara Astivaru Bandia Mele Hakal Patitu. Hallelujah. In Anna Matugalanu Keduva Pratiubano Avugalante Nade de Hodare Avanu Maradina Mele Tana Mane and Nukati the Buddhigin and Nige Holike Agiruvano. Hegandare Madeu Suridu Pravahagalu Bandu Gadiu Bisia Manege Badidavu, Aga Adu Bitu, Matu Adara Bidu Vikayu Dodadagitu. Glory to God. So don't be moved by those things. You keep hearing and you keep acting on the Word of God. Just be doing it. And the first part of doing is the speaking. Hallelujah. Amen. And we will see that also in the scripture. However, before we go down that way, let's go to Romans chapter 10, where you see uh, salvation and the law of our faith, you know, being expressed. The book of Romans and the 10th chapter. uh, We have heard 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing continuously the word of God. And then he talks about Israel. He says, but I say, have they not heard? Yes, verily, their sound went into all the earth and their words unto the ends of the world. Did they hear? Yes, Israel heard. They've been hearing it for ages, from Moses till Jesus and the others. Amen. But I say, Did not Israel know? First Moses said, I will provoke you to jealousy by them that are no people. And by a foolish nation, I will anger you. Notice from Moses, they've been hearing. But Isaiah is very bold and says, I was found of them that sought me not. I was made manifest unto them that asked not after me. So talking about us now, the Gentiles who had no clue what was going on, we did not know Moses or anyone. (laughs) We are the ones who seem to have known Jesus and are carrying him on the earth now. Wow. Thank God for his grace. But notice 21. But to Israel, he said, All day long have I stretched forth my hands Unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. Amen. To the ones who have heard. He said. I kept saying. Why don't you just obey. Why don't you just do it. But they would hear it. And never do it. And if they had done it. According to what Jesus said. They would have known him and his doctrine. They would have said. He's the Messiah. What he's saying is true. 
But the religious people of that time, they were not doers. They were fakes. And Jesus called them that. He said, you have all of this external look, but you are actually, you know, dead men's bones, whitewashed sepulchers. Praise God. The difference was that God stretched out his hand to them all day long. They had a long time, didn't they? To hear and hear and hear and hear and hear. But they just didn't act on the word of God. They were caught up with all of these glamorous externals. Teacher, rabbi, you know. Show off on the street, have trumpets blown when they do their good works, etc., etc. And Jesus called them out on it. Hallelujah. And us, who were just a bunch of bums, loafers, who had no clue what was going on, we just heard this good news and said, Wow, yes, count me in. I believe. Hallelujah. And that's supposed to provoke them to jealousy. Amen. What an age we live in. We're at the very end of it. We might as well be the last ones who pass the baton on successfully and move out. Amen. That whoever is left here, they would have seen our lives and said, you know, those guys, they didn't, they didn't change. They were the same. They were our neighbors. We saw them. They lived in front of us. Man, this gospel. Now they're gone. Just like they said, Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming. They've gone. Maybe we should call on this same Jesus. Praise God. People are watching your life. It's an open letter. Praise God. Let's see if we can hear uh, this also in Canada. From verse 19 to 21. <laughs> Idalade Yeshayanu Dairiavagi Matanadi, Nana no Uduka the Varige Sikidenu, Nana Vishayavagi, Vichara Mada the Varigu, Protection Adenu Yendu Hirutane. Adare Avanu Israel Yera Vishayavagi, Nanage Avidea Ragi, Iduru Matanadua, Genera Kadege, Nanu Dinavella Kai, Chachidenu Yendu Hirutane. So what separates us from them at this point is very plain that we just did it. If you believe and you confess Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And we said, okay. <laughs> we didn't go and read Moses and this and that and then finally say, okay, let me see. We just acted on that good news and said, wow, this is too good. Why not? And lo and behold, he came and he made us a new creature. Hallelujah. And we are continuing. And we're blessed in our deeds. We're blessed in our actions. The other name given to the others is just called disobedient. So it is actually called obedience. It's not a struggle. Faith is not a struggle. It's simple obedience. God said it. I believe it. That settles it. Hallelujah. Are you willing to be a doer? Then you'll be protected. You'll be safe. You don't have to worry. The winds of the doctrine won't fool you. And the waves and the power of the onslaught of these last days will not move your life either. You will stand. When it's all over, you'll still be standing. Hallelujah. Shall we bless the Lord? There's more. Maybe we'll continue next week. Maybe we won't. But glory to God.
Let's worship him. Shekatakalama, Rabodusto, Mengra Davalava, Lepokoto Koreste, Lembroste Fratile Seteriente. Father, thank you. Thank you for the Lord Jesus who's praying for us. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for helping us to hear and do. And that the first part of the doing is the speaking. That we will speak the word to ourselves day and night. Meditate in it day and night. So that we may observe to do according to all that's written therein. Oh, we give you thanks for simple obedience to the word of God. Simple obedience to God's authority and truth. We worship you for it. We bless you for it. We thank you today that you keep us as the apple of your eye. Under the shadow of the Almighty. That we are not just hearers but doers of the word. We are new creatures. That all things have passed away. Everything is new. We are the very righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And we are blessed. We are blessed. Blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. Blessed coming in. Blessed going out. That whatever we do, it will prosper. Because God said it. And we believe it. And that settles it. We are the healed of the Lord. We are the very righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That we are the blessed ones. That we are redeemed from the curse that's out there. We are blessed. And the blessing of the Lord makes rich. And adds no sorrow with it. At the end of it all, our house will be standing. Our life will be standing. Our works will remain. They will not be burnt up in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Praise God. Thank you, team. Praise the Lord. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. Faithful God, we trust you in your name, by your word. We're acting, believing, we receive good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. You will cause men to give to our bosom. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah.